Hello there, Comic Clan, and welcome to Comics of the Cross, the greatest streamers you have never heard of. Uh, of course, I'm one half of your host for, as always, Cross, with my co-host down below me today, Nitro. What's up, good people? And, of course, we are joined by the absolute legend himself, Dr. Baron Bell, over to this side of me. Need to get used to the Discord. What's up, everybody? What's up? Uh, it's so good to have Dr. Bill back with us. It has yes. been far, far too long since he's been it's on the show. It's good to be back, man. You guys are like family. Oh, thank I'm you so much. Oh, and Ads, thank you for that host. Absolutely appreciate it, brother, as always. Coming in with that host right away. Um, yeah, it has been long overdue to have Dr. Bell on the show. If you have been following our show for any kind of sort of length of time, you know Dr. Bell's been here a few times talking about Dominion. I just fought that volume a little bit with a little static coming through it. But he has been on here talking about Dominion a good few times with us. He came on, talked a couple of times about Dominion, came on, did a complete art talk just with Nitro, which was absolutely amazing. I wasn't lost in the least little bit on it, you know. Just <laughs> <laughs> Most lost I've ever been on one of my own podcasts, just sitting there like, yes, those are words. Um, but This is correct. Yes, but Doctor Bell is an absolutely amazing man with an absolutely amazing comic, and we're so privileged to have him on the show to be able to talk about Dominion and to talk about where it is up to this point with Chapter Three now released and what's to come with Dominion because the story ain't done yet. No, it is not even close. Nope. Close, <laughs> just the beginning. Just the beginning. But before we delve into some Dominion stuff, we are going to go ahead and um, do a little bit of talk on some news from this week, because we had a little bit of a big bit of news Just a bit. Um, dropping this week as, yeah, like in the last couple of days, it was announced that... Skeet's bought Oh, as, thank you so much for that subscription. I absolutely appreciate it. To the Stan Clan. Welcome. Excelsior. To still be a member of the Stan Clan. I appreciate you, sir. Stanley's falling over. Stanley's a bit tipsy this morning. <laughs> um, but yeah, so there was some pretty awesome news, depending on your perspective. Um, maybe not so awesome if you're on the other side of stuff, but yeah. Marvel is looking at suing the estates of creators of some of their most well-known characters now in order to attempt to keep the rights to them because after a certain length of time and past a certain date the rights of those characters is meant to be reverting back to the creators of those characters or their estates that they belong to and these include some pretty big hitters if you've not seen it and the big ones that everyone's talking about is spider-man and doctor strange um, as they'll be reverting back to a lot of people are talking about obviously the family of Steve Ditko who passed mm -hmm. away not too long ago, a couple of years ago and has been looking to try and get the rights of that stuff back, yeah. especially of Spider-Man, like one of the most well-known superheroes in the world and other ones have included Iron Man Black Widow, Hawkeye which for a lot of these characters this would be a major hit to Marvel because most of these characters are majorly being used in not just the comics but the future of the MCU mm -hmm. um, and just to clarify as well there's been no hint of what I can see that these characters would be pulled from Marvel Comics or from the MCU it's just the rights of who owns them 
would completely change, which means if Disney want to keep using these characters, Sweet they're going to have to jump through a bunch of hoops. A member of the Comic Clan has been promoted. Hey, look steady. Thank you for that sub. Excelsior. This has been a, a, a an issue, a long-standing issue with um, with the, the the majors, the mm -hmm. DCs and Marvels and all that. This is uh, one of the the things that kind of initiated the the exodus to mm. you know uh, less uh, you know. Uh, smaller little uh, comic book imprints in a, uh, image at the time and yeah. Wildstorm, Dark Horse. I mean, a lot of a lot of uh, comic book authors um, want to be able to say, hey, I, I, I own my stuff. You know, I created it, I own it. Yeah. Um, you don't want to be a cog in a huge, gigantic machine. Mm -hmm. uh, and so, yeah, man, I mean, I think even with um, what happened this past year with, uh, with DC and you know, um, you know, a, a huge, another huge exodus of, of our talent, mm -hmm. strictly going independent. I mean, going on Kickstarter, Indiegogo, just creating their own, their own uh, stuff. I mean, look at what Ethan Van Skyver is doing, and you know, a lot of other guys are doing it, and they're doing it big. They're doing it really, really big. So yeah, yeah I don't, you know, I mean, listen, you know, whatever's gonna happen is gonna happen. You know, Marvel has great lawyers <laughs> yeah. so they'll, yeah. they'll probably figure out a way to retain uh, the, the, the rights to these artists so correct me if I'm wrong no. so sorry I didn't mean to cut you off Dr. Bell no, go, go right ahead, go right ahead. aren't aren't um, so Stan Lee and Steve Ditko's estate suing Marvel is that the case and then Marvel is counter suing is that I, is that I, I, I think I didn't read the story I, I don't know if around? they're I don't know if they're initially suing I think there's just a certain contract thing on some of the characters Mm -hmm. to revert where the characters aren't meant to revert back to these estates and um, I don't know if they're suing to push that forward Yeah. Um, as far as I'm aware I've not heard anything from that side, every report I've kind of been reading is talking about Disney suing the estates to try and keep the characters mm -hmm. um, but I think it's just like the reversion of like after a certain length of time these characters revert back to people who create them which is like, a which is a massive deal because that's the whole thing with Marvel and DC and a lot of people yeah. have issues with is like you can create a character there but you automatically lose say in them, like yeah. you know even up to today even the characters like I'm thinking of like most recent characters created stuff like Miles Morales and Kamala Khan and even the newer characters created at Marvel like they don't you know don't get me wrong the writers and creators still get like money for it every time the characters are used but like you don't yeah. get a creative say. Like yeah. if you create an independent comic, you basically control everything that takes place in it, the direction it goes. But Marvel and DC, you're basically creating a character to let go of immediately. Um, and it's fair to say as well that uh, this did happen recently with DC as well. Um, and DC won, right? Yeah, it was with Jerry yeah. Spiegel, I believe, um, regarding like the race of Superman, which mm -hmm. you know not not a small character by any means, <laughs> just one of yeah. the biggest names in the world. Um, and DC actually won. They actually won the right and kept the rights to Superman. Well, I mean, and this is what I'm saying about, you know, um, when you're a big company like DC or, or, or Marvel, you understand a lot to lose. Mm -hmm. So, you know, yeah. it's kind of more cost beneficial for you to just kind of uh, fight it as long as you can, put as much money behind your lawsuit, you know, delay tactics, whatever they need to do to, to maintain the ownership of these cash cows they're going to do it yeah so you know this is uh, uh, another instance of uh, david and goliath this time goliath won 
unfortunately, yeah. and it's probably going to keep happening. Uh, that's why it's it's so important when when uh, you're a comic book author, <clears throat> you know, you you really want to to have and maintain say of what you're going to do, uh, what your character is going to do, what your brand is going to do. You have to own it, as much as possible. And so, uh, yeah, it's a it's a huge thing. Okay, so I'm getting some of the people are popping in the chat here just with um, bits on it. It looks like it's literally just suing. The estates are suing to try and get royalties on the characters. Uh, okay, the major so ones being the Disco's family. It's about getting royalties, which would mean the royalties would start um, around about 2023 going forward. Um, it doesn't include revoking usage or anything like that, but it's still a massive thing for these sorts of characters. And it's kind yeah. of interesting this is coming up, like as you said as well, Dr. Bell, like in the massive stuff that we've seen, like the mass exodus, there's been a few years ago there was a mass exodus from Marvel and there's a mass exodus from DC recently whether it was to go to Independent or people wanting to go to Kickstarter or like even the whole Substack thing that started recently which I still don't even totally get that one to be completely honest yeah Substack is Substack is is really uh, like for uh, independent reporters yeah, it's like it's a newsletter thing, but like yeah. we can also like oh, we're gonna start doing comics through there. And I'm like, I don't even yeah. know how that's gonna work going forward. Yeah, I so. don't either. I really don't. The <laughs> subscription model, however, is the way of the future for for independent media, yeah, not just comics, but all all independent media in general. Uh, you know, people who they want they don't want to be beholden to corporate or overlords anymore. So to be to be able to get to to have your own say. On the destiny of your 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 IP, your brand, your message, you have to take control. And if you can build enough audience, um, you know, via social media or whatever, uh, hopefully they're dedicated and devoted enough that they want to put their money where their mouth is. And a lot of it's a big payoff for a lot of independent creators. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as. It's just interesting we're seeing a lot of people start to go this direction and I think there has been a lot more attention to the independent market and to the independent comic scene. Um, you know, that's one of the things that we try to do on our show, like when we do our yeah. indie comic book club every couple of months, it's like is to start showing like hey there is this mass amount of creative talent out there creating comics that aren't Marvel and DC or even superhero related. You know, there's a whole bunch of stuff out there that is well really worth checking stories. out. There's yeah, some really amazing creative. stories out there. Yeah, like Dominion Fall of the House of Saul, by the way. Exactly, yeah, absolutely. Exactly. Which you know, look for that coming forward in an episode at some point because the first volume <laughs> is about to hit. You know, could be coming out in trade paperback soon. So that's right up our cutie. Start doing a show on it. So there you go. Yeah. Um, so I mean. I uh, just know, to catch, sorry, just to catch the look. chat quickly, just uh, for Tom Levine and for anyone else that's asking. Uh, regarding like Dr. Bell, though, I've just put the links in chat for everyone to follow um, Dominion Comic on social media and to check out um, Dominion on Terminus Media's website where you can pick it up for yourself and pick up uh, physical copies, digital copies and keep up to date with everything happening Even with Dominion. Even signed copies too. Yeah, there's signed copies. i got one up here behind me in my comic wall. I've got a signed copy of Dominion up there added to the wall, which survived the great falling that my comics took. <laughs> Oh my gosh. I cha- I That's literally cool. went I changed my comics and apparently you can't do that with like the Velcro things that's have been sticking them to the wall for the last year because they freak oh, out. No. 
and oh, like no. and literally two of the comics that were hanging up there fell and it shattered the glass oh, no so that's why there's a gap like right here that's why there's a gap in yeah. my comics because one of them <laughs> fell and because one of them fell and shattered it's glaring man it's glaring it's like i need a comic book please put something i know i need to go and get frames to replace i've got one and then like the row above it there's one as well so that's why the camera's kind of angled down away for the second row so you only see one gap hilarious you know that's so um, but yeah, so definitely go ahead and check out um, Dominion on all social media, on YouTube, on all the stuff that's linked there. Go and check out the website for where you can get physical copies, digital copies, uh, merchandise, t-shirts like the one that Dr. Bell himself is wearing right now. Dominion um, merchandise yep. available. You can issue go and pick up all that also stuff. also is on Comixology as well. Uh, and issues two and three are pending for Comixology. So, awesome. And the link should be there as well for the Comixology one. I'm pretty sure I included that uh, to pick it up there if you want to grab it in digital form, which is absolutely, you know, you're still supporting if you do that. So... If you're a digital comic person, go ahead and grab it in Comixology too. So yeah, just wanted to get that out there. Just when I seen the thing from um, Tom Levine in the chat, just wanted to kind of post that and just show like, hey, look, here's all the links and just throw them in quickly. Um, but yeah, kind of like what you were saying with that Bell, Dr. Bell, it's like, yeah, it's, it's just interesting that this has all happened, like following all this recent like merger stuff like a whole bunch of people have just left marvel and stuff and dc for the Substack thing so it's just interesting this is all coming yeah i think we're seeing a, a major uh, sea change in our world our world is changing it's never going to go back to the yeah. way it was uh, pre-covid unfortunately yeah um but that's actually a good thing for independent producers yeah um, you know, a lot of streaming services are popping up in the Christian realm and in other realms that are catering to audiences who, you know, they are, are, are viewing, uh, consuming um, uh, behaviors are changing. Mm -hmm. And they're, they're kind of like a, the, the, the flow of a river that shifts. It's shifted now more towards the streaming elements. And so, you know, you're seeing a great kind of like a gold rush. Mm -hmm. going to to streaming and independent media uh and so it, it's a really really good time for for uh independent producers uh and publishers like terminus media uh, to be able to take advantage of of this kind of a sea change yeah yeah absolutely absolutely it's yeah it feels like everything's going in that direction now, and there's a lot more focus in the world on independent like creation independent like media independent stuff where people are like that i can actually go and do this myself and we've seen a massive influx of stuff like um independently like crowdfunded and sourced stuff like i mean we just had like um david pepos on here like a few weeks ago talking about uh, the oz and like that's a completely kickstarter based comic and and it's a phenomenal comic like it's the, yeah. the stuff that he's managed to pull together to not only create that comic but the incentives for people to buy into it and and that's just one of so many like creators that are doing this. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's a like, lot. Of, I think a lot of people over the past year have realized like, okay, what do I really need to? What, what's really important to me? What do I really want to do and work on? And I think it's kind of reunited people. So even though it's been kind of a, a crappy situation for the, on the whole, it's been a really good like wake up call for a lot of people. I think. Absolutely, I think a lot of people are are now kind of delving into their passions. Yeah, um, agree. Believe it or not, I never knew I had a green thumb, but look behind me. I'm gonna say you got a little garden going on next to you. Yeah, 
Yeah. My wife got me into it, and and I. Are you a plant dad? Stuff. You're a plant dad. I'm, I'm a plant dad, man. Like, what can I say, man? I I name my plants, but we won't. Oh, there you go. That's there a, that's a whole level of crazy. So <laughs> you and my wife would get along. She does the same thing. That's awesome. Yeah, so, but we're all good. That's awesome. But yeah, I think that's definitely the thing, though. I think yeah, people have started to find passions and ideas yep. and stuff that they wanted to bring to the forefront and stuff that they wanted to do and it's like and i think honestly it's been if i can even say it it's like that's kind of one of the one of if not like the only real positive that's came out of the covid situation is it's completely shaken up the way our world functions and also how we view life and what we want to do you know like i i mean that's literally why we are here even doing this podcast like the covid thing kicked off and it's like we were like okay let's all go for this now yeah Everyone's at home, everyone's looking for stuff to do at home or they're stuck because they're all waiting to hear if they can go back to work or not or they're working from home and I'm like, alright, let's do this. If we can't kick this off at the start of the pandemic when everybody's literally tuning in, then we're never going to be able to pull it off. So, yeah, um, I mean, that's how that's how I got into listening to Christian podcasts. I found you guys uh, as well and it's just like you guys are filling a niche, I think, that, that really needs to be filled Yeah. Um, because, uh, you know, as a, as a believer... Um, I, I, I want to think that um, stuff that I want to consume uh, is going to be interesting and exciting and, you know, uh, creative and all of that. And, you know, now that now, you know, we, we, op- we actually have the opportunity to 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 fulfill our passions, to create things like this. Yeah. So, you know, I thank you guys for what you're doing. You guys are really killing it. You know, that's why that's why I always want to keep coming back to you guys, because uh, I feel truly like I can be myself. Um, You know, I'm a lot of things, you know what I'm saying? I'm a a college professor. I'm a comic book artist, but I'm a believer in Jesus Christ. Yeah. And so all of these things, you know, I mean, listen, I love, you know, movies and TV and Star Wars and all that other stuff, too. And so it's like, you know, to be able to be myself, to express myself. In, in in my passions all in one place is really really amazing so you guys really continue uh doing what you're doing believe you me you guys have always and will continue to be in my prayers awesome oh, thank you Isabel. honestly greatly appreciate that honestly means the world to us it really does thank you so one much of, i know we've had this conversation before but one of the one of the things about like being a creative and being someone who's interested in in geek culture and stuff like that growing up and also being a Christian, there was there was almost like a disconnect between that and good consumable media. So it's really cool being able to, you know, take in and experience like high quality material that just happens to, to come from the Christian world. But it's not just for Christians, you know, it's it's for everyone. It can it can be applicable to everybody. But it, it's just really cool seeing that because that was not always the case, you know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there have been good things out there, but it really has been few and far between, unfortunately. But now, I do believe we are in a renaissance Mm -hmm. of Christian worldview media. Um, Not necessarily church-based, but, Mm -hmm. you know, can be consumable by a Christian audience. Mothers and fathers won't have to worry about what their kids are watching. Um, but the world at large could also enjoy it too. Look at, you know, the chosen, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Chosen is an amazing crowdfunded, beautiful series. You know what I'm saying? That, that anybody it's written for the average person who just likes a good story to consume it and then hopefully plant some seeds 
lead people to Jesus. And so yes. it, it's, a, it's, a, it's a nice balance to strike. We're trying to be like Paul says, all things to all people so that we may win a few. And that's really what we're trying to do. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And and I think you're both hitting the nail on the head with that. Like, it's just it's been amazing to see the change in that, like, you know, growing up as a kid, like, there wasn't... There, I hate to say it like this, but there really wasn't any worthwhile Christian media to get invested in that was of really good quality. It's like, it, there just wasn't. You maybe got the odd little thing here and there, like, okay, that's pretty decent, but, like, you know, it's like... It, obviously, I was coming from like the comic book standpoint. Comic books, like, were a no-go. You're not going to get a good Christian comic and yeah. good Christian TV shows, good Christian yeah. movies. And yeah, it's like, I mean, listen, you know, God love Bible man and God love him, but it's like, <laughs> mm, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. We just, I don't need a Batman knockoff. Yeah. You know, it, you know what I'm saying? It's just like, yeah. yeah, you know, and so that's the thing. It's like, you know, we, I think the the Lord has empowered us. We have so much power. We don't even realize through the power of the Holy Spirit to actually be creative and 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 do these things that that can can really reach uh the for, reach out for maximum effect and so i think now we are in a, in a in a time where i think the world is crying out for it christians are crying out for it so why not just do it and you know do it at a high level mm-hmm. and so you know that's what we're doing over at terminus really trying to 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 really hit it hard i mean you know the, not only do we have Dominion, but we got, uh, you know, End of Darkness, the, uh, you know, the radio drama, audio drama created by our fantastic Daniel Hancock, which is now debuting in, in uh, Great Britain nice. um, uh, on a Christian Christian network over there. Um, you know, our, our book Samson, which is an amazing comic book, you know, drawn by our brothers over in Australia, you know, um, uh, uh, Matt and Daz. And uh, you know that's doing doing big things too. And so it's like, but we don't we're not afraid of uh, being accused of being a little edgy. You know what I'm saying? Even you know, I mean, listen, you, you're always going to have your critics. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But you know, I'm not doing this for critics. And you know, no one is claiming to be a Bible scholar when we do these things. We just love Jesus. You know what I'm saying? And so we're but we're really trying to hit true to 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 the heart of character yeah. the heart of of story and and infuse our, our worldview in that oh absolutely and i was going to say like yeah i'm of all the things i would describe like dominion as i don't know if edgy would be the thing i would say like it's just it's just a really good story <laughs> and i like maybe i just like edgier things and i just don't realize but i'm like it's just really good storytelling it's really great artwork it's really well done i'm thank like thank you thank you um, thank you i i think you know what you're hitting at something uh, across that that i think that the christians don't understand oh not christian but christian creatives previously i don't really think understood was that uh we uh, our our audience lives in this world we live yeah. in this world. We are used to a standard of quality and programming that, uh, you know, I, I do believe that Christians need to be aware of the fact that there is a standard. There is, you know, Oscar level storytelling. There are Grammys in the music industry. There's all these other things, you know what I'm saying? And I, I don't necessarily want to be the Christian whatever. Fill yeah. The blank. Now I'll start there. I'll start there because that's where my audience lives, you know? So Dominion is the Christian Star Wars. I'll start there. 
Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But that's just a starting point. This is a launch pad. This is a place where the people who know Star Wars can look at the word Star Wars, even if it's related to, to Dominion, and then say, hmm, what's that about? And that's yeah. how we've got a whole lot of crossover audience, a whole ton of it. We just got a good review recently um, from an, uh, an outlet. I think it's Chris, uh, I think it's a sci-fi, comic sci-fi or something like that. Yeah. But they did a, a really, really good review and it's very uh, objective. Mm-hmm. Just really looking, looking at the book as it is, just objectively. Take, yeah, take, just take, take, take what's right there. Religion out of it. Take take the Bible out of it. Look at it as a story, objectively. If you look at Dominion objectively, you can compare it to any uh, 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 Greek tragedy, Shakespeare, Game of Thrones, whatever. Yeah. It is. It is a. It is a, a medieval tragedy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, transposed absolutely. into space. That's what Dominion is, and so really, that's where we start. And of course, as a business, we have to market it for maximum effect. Mm-hmm. So we we reach the 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 driest tender, as one friend said. You know, and that the driest tender for us is Christian audience. Yeah, we have to start there. So we play up all sorts of different things that Christians can relate to that they would love, and then they will come flock to it just like chosen just like any other you know highbrow uh media and then they'll consume it and they'll consume it to a point where dominion becomes the big fish in the small pond and then other people outside of that pond can take a look at it and say hey what's that yeah you know it looks kind of cool that's where it starts that looks cool that's where we start and then you build a relationship which is what christians need to do instead of brow beating we build relationships you build relationship over time so i want to be that kids you know that that eight-year-old kid star wars or that six-year-old kid star wars i want to be that whether they're christian or not and then we build a relationship with them over over a period of time like you mentioned before this the the first three books is only just the beginning oh yeah build a relationship over time over years and years and years sometimes it may take years to for a seed to bear fruit yeah it's not on me and this is the thing you know my team knows it's not on us to save anybody mm. we don't save anybody that's the holy spirit's job our job is to plant the seeds and then see what happens after that so we yeah. tell good stories yeah. we build characters we have fantastic phenomenal art and then we just build from there yeah and i think that's uh, i think it's the best thing to do with it and because the interesting thing with it is like i I really even hate describing Dominion as like, oh, it's a Christian comic. Just simply because like I know there's a certain connotation that comes with saying that. Yeah. Especially to the outside world. And I'm like, no, Dominion deserves to be judged based upon the fact of like it is a comic. Review it, look at it as you would any other comic. Review it and look at it as you would anything else. Anything from Marvel, DC, Image, anything that comes out from the big companies. And yeah. review it for what it is. Is it a yeah. good story? Is it a worthwhile story? And the thing that almost pops into my head is I remember, um, like hearing like about C.S. Lewis talking about the Chronicles of Narnia, and it was like the Chronicles of Narnia. Like if you watch that, especially like lying watching the wardrobe, you're like, oh well, that's definitely like a Christian message. Yeah. It's definitely a Christian book because there's like all the stuff to it. And I'm like, he never wrote it as that though. He's yeah. like he never went out of his way to make it a Christian story. He's like, but just the fact that he was a Christian, yeah 
that Listen, influence I, automatically comes I, I, through. I came, I came to Chronicles of Narnia through the cartoon back in the seventies. Mm. Okay, that Rankin was it Rankin Bass? Yeah, the Rankin Bass uh, one. The, the, oh yeah, the, the cartoon. I came, I came at it as a kid. Boom. It dazzled me. The storytelling was beautiful. And so yeah. to me, I wasn't a Christian back then. I was just a kid wanting with this voracious appetite for really good storytelling, really cool, solid animation and all of that. That's that's it. And really, that's the that's the threshold for you to like Dominion. Just wanting something that's consumable, mm-hmm. that's good. That that feeds your eyes with wonderful, beautiful colors uh, via you know Christopher Hunt, my, my my colorist. You know what I'm saying? And storytelling via Daniel Hancock and and myself and and you know and great promotion by you know Mark Stansel, head of Terminus Media and our and our and our team. And so that's the thing. It's like you know we're we're building what I like to call the Navy Seals of Christian storytelling. Yeah. And we're 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 yes we're going to be agent for agent provocateurs in a way because we really do have a message that we're i mean we can't hide the fact that we're trying to 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 feed this message for people to come and read the bible that's really what the whole goal for dominion is that's why i started it so i want to get people to read the bible i wanted to express my love for biblical history we have study guides at the end of every book that will connect the dots back to the bible so i mean we're not trying to hide that fact but you know just like you say cross we shouldn't be judged you know, just by the fact that, you know, we have this deep tie to to Judeo-Christian storytelling and, and history. You know what I'm saying? It's just a good story overall. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, I want to quickly catch up with Chad because Chad's been kind of popping off at the side while yeah. we've been talking. Uh, so first from Jay Duran, just asking, did you mail out the signed Volume 1 hardcovers yet? Say that, say that again? Um, have you mailed out signed Volume 1 hardcovers yet? Yeah, um, we should have caught up with all of our fulfillment. Um, but if you haven't gotten your signed hardcover, let me know. Uh, send send Cross a, 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 an email, and then he'll send it to me. Everyone should have gotten their signed hardcover. So, the, so by the way, guys, the signed hardcovers were limited edition uh, for our Indiegogo campaign, mm-hmm. uh, and they were so we sold out all all of them unfortunately unless there's a, a, a demand for more signed hardcover but we do have the, tra- the the trade paperbacks of of the volume one collector's edition that i can sign as well so if you are interested in that uh you can go to our website www.terminismedia.com slash dominion uh and or, or you can send cross an email and, and he'll make sure i get it absolutely um, we got plenty of uh chapter two um uh, it's collector's editions uh, that I can sign as well, um, and so uh, and then of course uh, we chapter three is already for sale on, on the website. We don't have any collector's edition of chapter three uh, because we will be um, putting a lot of our focus in the volume one trade paperback. By the way, announcement: <laughs> volume one trade yeah. paperback for Dominion uh, chapters one through three uh, will be out for Christmas. Nice. I think we're doing a big launch. Um, there you go. You, that's, that, that's your Christmas sorted, everybody. You, you know what you're buying people for Christmas now. You just get a whole listen, bunch of man, Dominion listen, Volume 1. I'm telling you right now, Dominion Volume 1 is a... Listen, we sent it to the printers. It's beautiful. There's it's it, there's some special features in there. It has all one through three. The whole story 
at least we call it kind of like a, a beginning of the Dominion tale. Uh, and it's beautifully put together. It's going to be in a nice straight paperback, glossy. Um, and so, yeah, um, we got some really great uh, endorsements. You know, um, the the uh, the director of Mulan, uh, oh, wow. Christian wow. guy, endorsed in, endorsed our book, Barry Cook. Uh, we got an endorsement from uh, one of the, the 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 actors in The Chosen. Um, you know, and uh, so it, it really is picking up some steam. You know, we picked up a publicist along the way who's going to help us do some really good stuff. So it's like, you know, if you really enjoy good, solid storytelling that you can literally give to the kid down the street, or you can sit down and read it with your kids, or, you know, with, if you're a kid, you can share it with your friends, whatever. Um, you know, this is something that you can really invest in. You know, like I said, Dominion is building itself to be the Christian Star Wars. Uh, and uh, Terminus is almost kind of like, you know, we're, we're heading to be a competition for studios like Disney, Warner Brothers, DC, all that. That's really what we're trying to do. That's our goal. And we, we believe it's our God-given mandate to do that. And, and to take the battle straight to where it is, where it's out, it's in entertainment. And, and so we use Dominion as a way to kind of start that conversation and we build from there. Absolutely, absolutely. And I mean, I love all the stuff that Terminus Media is doing. It's like, in, it's, it's slowly but surely starting to build itself up as a little, you know, a little publisher Actually, that could, a little bit of a competition yeah. for, the, for some of the bigger guys. It's, just little by little, like it's just growing bit by bit, and it's really awesome to kind of see. And you guys are there from the beginning, so yeah, absolutely. You know. But uh, you know, I'm I'm proud of what we're doing. I mean, we you know we we don't we don't uh, brand ourselves and we don't limit ourselves to just uh, the Christian market, although that's where we we thrive. We you know we're we're, we're building a, a very good uh, audience, which is awesome. Because parents can know that where their where their kids are going to 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 watch stuff to see stuff. I mean, we're going to be doing animation um, uh, soon. We're going to be you know, we've already got the audio book with End of Darkness, and so there are Terminus is a multimedia company. Mm -hmm. We just so happen to to start with a, a prolific and robust uh, a, a graphic novel publishing uh, arm, and yeah. that's going to just kind of uh, you know branch out from there. Yeah, I, th I think we need to get our pitch ready, Nitro. We need to go talk to Mark and like get our pitch and our stuff in there as well. Listen, man, you know, as soon as we <laughs> you know get our feet underneath us, you know, we will be expanding uh, I t titles and IP. So you know, if you're a Christian and you have an idea and and you you think That's that awesome. man, you know, I could possibly see this in publication. Uh, listen, you yeah. we're not actively taking pitches now, but give us about a year. And uh, we will, we will definitely be entertaining that. That's awesome. fine. Give, give, give me time to tighten up the script. <laughs> you can dust some cobwebs off. Yeah, I gotta work. On, I gotta hey, work on my lines. Gotta work on my lines. High threshold too. I mean, you know, we don't just take anything. And and I think that the thing that we're trying to do is we're trying to branch out from your traditional comic uh, superhero fare. Mm. Not to say that there aren't good superhero stories, uh, but. Uh, there are, I think it's oversaturated. Superheroes mm -hmm. are, are way oversaturated. I just saw Image has a, a whole new line of superhero comics, and I'm like, 
I don't want to read that. I'm not buying that because it's like I don't need a whole new universe of superheroes to try to figure out and follow their stories. But but if there's like a, a like a little slice of life uh, yeah. comic, um, I'll I'll get that in a heartbeat. Uh, yeah. I just picked up a graphic novel from a used bookstore uh, called The Attack, uh, and it's a story about uh, you know a, a, an Arab Israeli whose wife just so happened to be uh, Al Qaeda. And uh, you know, but he was he and she were living in Israel, and you know, then he has to go through this kind of a alienation process and trying to figure out well, it, was his wife really uh, Al Qaeda? So this is what I'm saying. I mean, I think that that we have to, you know, kind of grow up a little bit as far as our storytelling is mm-hmm. concerned. And comics is a fantastic media to do it. Yeah. Uh, and and you know, think about uh, you know. The types of stories that can 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 cross uh, generations, that can cross cultures, that can cross genres, and then you can sprinkle your your your, your Christian worldview in it, so that you're you're building good stories. Uh, and you know, I'm a professor. You know, what I'm saying I teach at Liberty University. I teach at George Fox. I develop courses for both of them, and I developed a uh, a master's level uh, comic book publication course for Liberty that gets regular students coming coming through. My whole goal is to start to build a, a generation of agents who can tell these stories from a Christian worldview and disperse them into the world at a very high level, high level of art. So me teaching art is huge. Uh, in addition to to what I do with Dominion, you know, we have uh, the new thing on Terminus media.com slash learn called one minute art class and so we're going into uh you know i'm teaching i'm breaking down uh the fundamentals and tips of how to perform at a high level in one minute (laughs) so it's like but but i do have a longer longer version called concept art for comics uh as well but really the goal is to just start to uh to disseminate the message that yes, we can, you know, kind of be, be beholden to uh, our message, which is to get the word uh, out and, and spread the word of Christ, which is great. But oh, absolutely. if people don't, if people don't buy it, then you know, if the tree falls in a wood and you know no one hears it, doesn't it doesn't even make a sound? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we gotta. You, you have to be smart. And you have to be creative, and you have to kind of uh, push on those buttons that people will resonate with. No, absolutely, absolutely. And um, let me just quickly jump through some of these comments again as well, and then we'll get into some of the actual finite stuff of the minion itself. Jeez, uh, Ryan saying it's like I totally want to start crowdfunding Christian-themed graphic novels. Absolutely, absolutely man some amazing absolutely. stuff out there please do that please do that uh starman 313 welcome on in i don't believe we've seen you before so welcome on into the chat uh, i can confirm samson rising is also lit absolutely another it's amazing is lit. <laughs> lit there you that's go comment i want and and i'll, I'll tell matt and daz that too guys <laughs> there you go that's that there you go that needs yeah. to be like on the tagline of the next one that comes out is like it's lit you can know, confirm I mean, samson you know, rising is also lit when, <laughs> when we when we put out uh, another uh, i think we'll do probably do something else with that and i think we'll put those comments in it's lit 
that's, absolutely that's, that's what we that's what we want you know what and you know the, the reason why we actually uh, wanted to um procure that property uh, with matt and daz uh our, our our fellow brothers in australia uh is that the, the they're former disney artists oh yeah oh wow you know sam um you know uh uh, uh matt baker uh and daryl uh What's Daryl's last name? You know, they'll, they'll tell me. Looking <laughs> on, but Matt and Daz over in Australia, they they're former Disney artists, and um, they just really wanted to tell a really good Bible story. And at the level of a Disney artist, though, come on, man. I mean, yeah. how can you not want to see that? And the and the and the way they broke down the story and told it from the the, the POV of Samson as he's in prison, mm. kind of rethinking his past decisions is, a, is an amazing kind of redemptive storytelling method. Uh, and uh, a lot of people can relate to that. I've made mistakes, you've made mistakes, we've all made mistakes. How did I get here? Yeah. And then how do we move on from those mistakes? That's really the, the core of the Christian theme, Christian message. And so, uh, you know, we we're definitely, um, you know, capitalizing on on that, and and uh, probably going to be doing something with prison ministry, and uh, and, uh, and and with that, you know, our goal is, you know, one of these days to be able to just give give books away. So uh, something like that could definitely help with, uh, you know, uh, someone who's who's on lockdown, maybe their kids, give them a little bit of hope, wow. you know, just give them some comics. And so, yeah. you know, really, our goal is to, you know. Hopefully, one of these days, be able to just we make these great books, we make great profit of it. But part of that is going to be just donated and just given away to, to yeah. whoever. That's awesome. That's absolutely amazing. That'd be amazing to see to be able to start doing that. That's the phenomenal goal. Uh, Starman also says as well that um, he was saying on a site that the minion is like Thundercats if they got right with Jesus. It's a phenomenal comic. <laughs> Definitely top tier Christian comic material. Someone said that on Twitter. That's hilarious. They said if Thundercats meant Jesus. <laughs> you know what? I, you know, I can't even say that you're wrong. It's like actually, yeah, that's that's pretty good. That's it's fairly not, accurate. It's not wrong. It's not wrong. I mean, and you know, the thing is, we we love the fact that you know people can make a lot of pop cultural uh, uh, references in relation to Dominion. Uh, mm. You know, I've heard Robotech. Mm. I've heard, you know, Thundercats all day, every day. Yeah. Um, Star Wars, Dune um, is a oh, huge yeah. one that, that resonates because the new Dune is coming out and it looks phenomenal. It looks yeah. awesome. And so, uh, yeah. and so the thing is, it's like we got all of that kind of wrapped up in Dominion. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. And, you know, but you see, this is all my kind of loves. All of the things that I love that kind of poured into it um and with the anthropomorphism though that's another thing that kind of like really was from c.s lewis i can't Mm -hmm. i can't lie you know what i'm saying making all of my characters have some type of uh symbolic representation in in an animal form um yeah man because c.s lewis believed that you know you can get a lot of truth through something benign like an animal that resonates with people across racial lines yeah 
mm-hmm. across cultural so true. Yeah, An animal is benign. When you look at an animal, you cannot say that animal is... Well, someone tried to say, oh, yeah, you know, uh, the fact that Saul's a lion is, is like African and all this other... No, I wasn't thinking... I wasn't thinking that. I wasn't... But you can make that that argument, you know, because yeah. yeah. you look at, lion, look at Lion King or whatever, look at Wakanda and all that of it, you know what I'm saying? But uh, that wasn't... That wasn't my thought process. Mm-hmm. I was not racializing or trying to say, okay, these animals represent this race, whatever. Yeah. <clears throat> it's just, you know, symbolic. The reason why Saul is a lion is because uh, David and the Davidic lineage, that's re- referred to in, 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 a, in a, a lion context. Jesus mm-hmm. is called the Lion of Judah. Yeah. And so it's like, you know, it, to me, it was a no-brainer. It only made sense to me to tell the story like that but then everybody yeah. else down the line you know you got samuel who's a crow and so you know i would say okay the the levitical Le- uh you know portion of the de- of dominion they're all crows yeah something about a crow uh crows are not necessarily wise but you can kind of see wisdom in them mm-hmm. but you can also see mischievousness in in a crow mm-hmm. yeah and so you know uh the the main thing about dominion is you will see that the mammals are the good guys the reptiles and amphibians they're the bad guys you know what i'm saying they're yeah. the, the scaly so i play into that stereotype but uh the philistines you know which we just saw uh emerge uh in, in the middle of book two and in book three yeah you're, you're gonna see you know that yes you know they are scaly looking lizard creatures and but you know they the philistines in 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 my world um they're grotesque yeah uh they do all sorts of grotesque experimentation creating cyborgs and you know their technology isn't at the level of dominion so they do a lot of experimentation on their people and it's kind of gross but you know uh, that's the way you know i wanted to kind of tell the story it's kind of like you know, Klingons or something in Star Trek. It's yeah. kind of weird. Yes, you know? but it really helps them stand out, though. Like, when you start to get into the Philistine world and you start to get into, like, how things are working, especially as it gets into issue three, you see a lot more of that. Um, it's like, it, it really separates itself from the world you've set up of Dominion of King Saul and his family. It's, it's, it definitely plays well into it. Dominion yeah. is clean. It's clean lines. It's more curves and edges. It's uh, a lot of high science, um, you know, it, 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 until until most recently, um, you know, Dominion, um, they, they've, they've been at the cusp of, you know, the breakthroughs in technology over all of the millennia of, the, of their existence. And everyone else has been kind of like trying to play catch up. But even in that, you can't, you know, you can't, you can't fight numbers if you're outnumbered you know sometimes those advancements kind of you know level off because the philistines now ha- they have the numbers yeah to kind of bring them in parity with the level of technology of dominion so that's really kind of the thing it's like this arms race of okay yeah. well who's going to to beat who with which uh, either greater numbers or higher level of, of technology, more surgical precision weapons, and so that's really the thing—the push-pull that that makes that makes Dominion interesting. 
Alright, so in our chat we've got one more comment I just want to kind of go over and then on the question from someone in the chat as well. Sure. And then I want to kind of delve a bit more into uh, the actual Dominion itself and getting a bit more yeah. into where we are with issue 3 and mm -hmm. setting it up for people. We've already, we've already like hinted a lot into it already, so it's just continuing yeah. what's already been getting talked about. Okay. Uh, but Just Me D um, said, y'all are speaking such truth. It's my favourite thing to wake up to wake up now to media and messages like this where I can relax into my day enjoy some quality nerdy content without having to keep my guard up against the subtle messages and themes that seep in through the background or between the lines of a lot of journal media that go against Christ and the way that I try to live my life and I appreciate you so much well thank, thank you so much for that Dee I think we all appreciate that from you as well that's a beautiful comment that's a beautiful man listen that 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 warms my heart that is a validation of what we do. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I'm a believer first. I'm a Christian first. My allegiance is to the uh, the kingdom of heaven before anything else, before my race, before my culture, even before my country. You know what I'm saying? I'm yeah. a Christian. And so um, our job as Christians is to deliver the good news, um, but effectively. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it's the caveat. It, 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 it you want to deliver it so they can have uh, a, as maximum impact as possible. And so the fact that you're seeing that, thank you for that beautiful comment. No, absolutely beautiful words there, D. Absolutely. Um, and then Tom Levine in the chat saying as well, Doctor Bell, how much time are you able to devote to Terminus and Dominion? Um, you know, that's a great question. I, um, one of my, uh, my students at Liberty asked me the same question. And, um, you know, the thing I will say is, I think I deliver uh, the time that is required, uh, given my life. So if, okay, I got a buddy, and this is just a, this is some inside comic situation. I got a buddy uh, he will remain nameless, but he is a, a very well-known uh, comic book artist who's worked for Marvel and DC. Uh, he, the reason why he's so good and so prolific is because he spends all day, every day, I mean like eight hours a day, shackled to his art table doing his thing. And while that works for him, that doesn't work for me. Mm -hmm. So my thing is, okay, the Lord has basically given me the mandate as a husband to be the priest of my of my family and the leader of my family so my family comes first mm -hmm. my wife comes first i you know everything else if she says shut it down it's shut down yeah but because of that the, the, because of the fact that I, I i prioritize my family like my christ my my wife and then my work i'm able to actually find balance so that she's nourished my work is nourished, my spiritual life is nourished. And so, you know, then I can be the best Dr. Bell I can for my students. It's so important. And believe it or not, yeah. it's the fishes and the loaves equation. I have a little amount of time, but God has somehow enabled me to be able to do everything I need to do and deliver dominion on time. So we do, we're doing like, you know, three books a year and I'm, I have no problem. My, my family's good. So, I mean, if if you're looking for a time daily, you know, I, I draw for at least an hour or two every single day. Mm. Yeah. On the weekends, I'm able to give more time because I have, you know, dedicated 
blocks of time. So maybe on Saturday or Sunday, like Sunday today, for instance, if I wasn't doing this, I would be drawing to many. Yeah. So, you know, I'd give maybe four or five hours. So, sorry, folks, it's our fault the book's not coming out quick enough. <laughs> sorry. Don't, don't worry. It, it's, <laughs> Just blame it on us. <laughs> it'll go. But That was a very good question, but I think that's a really important thing to put forward um, to put yeah. because I think especially in today's world, like with anything, like whether it's art, whether it's like a streaming, whether it's whatever your passion is, people are like, if you want to get to the top, you have to do it nonstop. Like you have to be all the time doing art or like I've seen like streamers, we're here on Twitch and it's like, and you see it all the time streamers who are like, we are live all day, every day because they need yeah. to like grind and grind and grind. Like yeah. we stream like for a couple of hours for three days. Yep. Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday. Like we did the podcast today. I game a little bit on a Monday, and Nitro does art on a Tuesday. Yeah. That's it. That's that's the time we've got to give to streaming. I I I work the rest of the week. I've got three kids. I've know, got a wife. You know, it's like that. I, that's what I'm saying. You, you, your prior your priorities are straight. Yeah. And the thing is, you let the Lord provide the increase. Mm -hmm. So whatever's going to come as a result of your 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 seed of time that you place out of faith. You give it to God, and then He will provide the increase. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so, absolutely. You know your 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 wonderful podcast is growing because of what you're doing as far as prioritizing Him first, your family, and then this. Yeah. And then you can feel like the, there's a sense of balance. I think I think what happens is when when we when we find ourselves in a position where we are upset all the time or anxious or we feel like there's something missing in our life it's because you're out of balance mm -hmm. there's something that you that your 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 internal core is seeking that that it's not getting uh, sometimes it's more time with jesus mm -hmm. spending more time in that bible sometimes it's you know maybe feeding yourself by playing some video games or maybe feeding yourself for real <laughs> you have to go get a good meal you know yeah. what I'm saying maybe you have to exercise uh, for me, one of the things I realized I needed uh, to to find total fulfillment was I I I need a need to connect with nature from time to time. Yeah. If I don't, uh, I have a problem. I think that's one of the reasons why I gravitated toward plants because I, I, it kind of fulfills this kind of like little part of me that needs to engage with nature. Uh, my wife and I we walk. So there's a cool park next to us. So we mm -hmm. go out and walk at least a couple times a week. Yeah. And uh, that time we we I get that nature fixed, but I also get my wifey fixed too. So it's like yeah. you know you got to find that balance. But then yeah. of course, <laughs> uh, the drawing as well. So I so I found that I there are these things, and you you sometimes may have to take a, a, a mental inventory. Yeah. Even write it down if you have to. Here are the things that I need as fill in the blank to operate standard operating procedures for you fill yeah. in the blank write it down and then go about trying to figure out how to get it that's a lot of times important. it doesn't have anything yeah a lot of times it doesn't have anything to do with money you yeah 100 percent. Uh, however you know you know uh, i have a friend who that's all he does want that's his goal is to to make money and be a millionaire i'm like okay yeah. well you you go and have fun with that yeah yeah that's your goal do your thing go and get it but you know, it's, I think you're right, though. I think you need to take inventory sometimes. It's it's so easy to get stuck in the mundanity of life and everyday yep. things, and life just like keeps turning over. And it's like to actually stop and go, what do I actually need? 
yeah and what do i actually want is like and that's the thing if you don't decide that if you don't assess what you need what makes you tick as a person because every person is individual then life will inevitably make that decision for you <laughs> yeah absolutely yeah, like yeah. it just happens around you and yeah. it's like yeah it's just whether or not you want to have a say in what's going to take place or not is yeah you 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 have to you, you know god put us on this on this earth to to serve him first mm. part of that service to him is being good to ourselves yeah. so we got to figure that out you know uh so as dr bell my prescription to you guys is figure it out mm-hmm. <laughs> go ahead take a day take a weekend whatever if you find yourself unhappy there's nothing wrong with therapy too talking to someone yeah you know, 100%. Saying, uh, you know we have uh, these, these virtual uh doctors uh, you know therapists on call talk to someone i have several students uh, who you know they're getting ready to freak out because oh my gosh it's you know all this these classes i have to take and whatever i'm like you know listen it, it doesn't hurt to talk to to student services they have counseling yeah uh you know good solid christian counselors who will listen to you and help you kind of talk out whatever you need and this is going off in another direction <laughs> no but it's hey this, this is good, good man I'm gonna say this is kid. This is like a little therapy session, like kind of getting all this out. But like, it's all good stuff, though. I mean, it's all important stuff, and and it's great to get that input from you as well because a lot of us are creatives, you know, mm-hmm. whether it's art or whether it's writing or whether it's podcasting or whether it's streaming or whether what. As a creative, it's one of those things of like it's it's not as simple and straightforward as like this is my passion and this is what I do. It's like it's. Yeah there's often a juggling to it because the the dream the dream would be of like that i'm a creative and this is my job 24 7 and that's just part of life and it fits in easily but often being a creative it doesn't work like that it's it's an extra thing you have to fit in but at the same time it's an important thing and yeah i mean we're, we're if we're if we're doing this adulting thing which we we are we are we are adulting at least i know i am at times it's all about balance you know you have to you, know, you got to make money to feed your family and yeah. um you know i i have a lot of students who you know they they're kind of regretful with um you know where they are now in life after school former students whatever and and i'm like don't 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 think of it like that yeah. you know, if you mm-hmm. compare if you compare yourself to where someone else is then you're going to be constantly miserable oh yeah you, gotta, you have to do what god put in front of you and do it well and I, I think you'll find your happiness somewhere in there as long as you're seeking god first and then also you know kind of whatever is on your heart i tell this to my students all the time be honest with yourself what's on your heart what do you want to do yeah and once you can be honest with yourself about what you really want to do i think that's where god can start to guide you yeah absolutely absolutely i think and i think that's an important thing is like it's i think i think you hit the nail on the head with that to be honest because i think it's a very twofold thing i think it's like you have to be honest with yourself and what's driving you and what your honest like heart's desire is what do you want to do but also like seek out god and like what is his timing on it like i literally just thinking of like the first conversation i had with nitro talking about comics and the cross we didn't even have a name for it yet. I just I was inspired by um, I Susie. The, name of the show, by the way. 
we yeah. were in the we were in the lobby, right? We were in the lobby. We were doing. Yeah. It was literally something that was taking place at church where we were showing the transformation of people's stories, which is how we met because he took yeah. my pictures for one of the stories that was showing, which is how Nitro and I started talking. And I was like, "Wait, you like comics? Is that what you just said?" Yeah, and I was. <laughs> we had a little bit of conversation, and that was it. And then all of a sudden, I was like, I got inspired by Susie Live here on um, Twitch. Phenomenal guy. Yeah, uh, does gaming, full out and out Christian pastor, uh, has a church for gamers here on Twitch, Gosford Church, absolutely worth checking out. And his goal was to create a place on here for gamers to learn about Jesus. And I'm like, and all, and literally my only thought was, I want to do that for people that love comics. Yeah. And I literally like I saw Nitro again that day. Went up to him. I said, "This is my pitch," and like, and I want you to be in on it with me. And it's like, okay, well, how do we do it? No idea. <laughs> no clue. I don't know what it's going to look like. I don't know what is how. Twitch? I don't know how we do it. I just know Twitch is involved, and I just know that this is what I, I, I we need to do this. I just What's know I need to do this, and I'm like, and here we are. Like, I mean, the planning stages of Comics and the Cross was so long because, like, I had no clue what was coming. Yeah. But little did I know, God was setting stuff up for it, though, because. By the time we actually launched, like we already had so many people we had connected with, and so many other mm-hmm. streamers, and so many other Christians, and so many, and so much stuff was already in place because God had done it that way around and had led us that way, and it was amazing. It, it's phenomenal to see what He does, and I think it's like being admitting I want to do this, and it's yeah. okay to go. I don't have a clue how. I don't know how I'm going to pull it off or what's going to happen, but I just know I really feel God. You pulled the trigger. It's no, like I, mean, I feel like God is saying, "Do just this." Have to do it. Yeah. yeah, and that you was just it. Have to do it. If you have a dream, you just have to do it. I mean, take a chance, take a risk. I mean, you know, listen. I would rather try and fail, and then then rather than not have tried. Yeah, absolutely. You know what I'm saying, and so it's like at least you can say you did it, and you know, if it's successful, it's bonus. If it's a failure, it's a lesson. Then you just kind of figure out, okay, well, what do I do next? How do I improve? Or what what the, what other direction do I go? And that's the thing. It's like with with Dominion, you know, Dominion was a chance that I took, you know, because I had this idea about, you know, creating this this weird Bible tale mm-hmm. uh, with lions in space. I pitched it to Mark at Terminus, and he, God love him, <laughs> caught the you know, he, he caught the idea that I was trying to do. He didn't think I was nuts, uh, or, or or on something. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm high on Jesus, but you know, uh, but but no, and and that's the thing. I took a risk. I took a chance, um, and God is blessing us as a result of that. And uh, yeah, I'm sorry, I'm laughing. I'm just imagining the pitch. It's like, okay, get this. So it's the story of King Saul, <laughs> but picture lions in space. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna say he didn't laugh. I mean, I think that you know there was a little chuckle there, uh, and and uh, and there was a, a long period of silence because uh, I'm like, okay, well, hmm, did I mess this up? Did I, you know, what I'm saying, and so, but I mean, I think, um, and we'll get to to the fundamentals of dominion, guys. I mean, I know that we were just kind of talking here. Uh, but I hey, think, I'm good with um, it, man. This is this has been a phenomenal yeah, conversation. Awesome. The thing about the the origin of Dominion came at the time when Terminus Media, as a comic book publisher, was also evolving into what it is now. Mm-hmm. Because when I first started at Terminus, uh, I did a book called Radio Free America, which um, is kind of like Red Dawn meets The Wire. 
for those yeah. guys those guys who know that are close references that also is still on sale on terminusmedia.com but um we were just a regular comic book publisher and all that implies you know some objectionable objectionable material some things that you necessarily wouldn't want your children to read uh, a lot of you know, kind of superhero you know in in scantily clad superheroines and all that other stuff and when i came to, with the idea of dominion i was really just trying to you know mark was going through some transformations that to be a owner of the company and i was going through my kind of you know come to jesus moment about what do i really want to do uh as a christian creative uh, i can't continue to deny my allegiance to jesus christ through my artwork i have to be real yeah. and so dominion came up and then terminus had a terminus got saved basically <laughs> <laughs> the publisher got saved the the, the we basically sat down and said, okay, what do we want Terminus to be? We want this to be faith and family friendly. Yeah. Okay. We want to entertain, educate, inspire. Boom. Okay, boom. Okay, cool. Let's do it. And so now what? What's what's our, what's our flagship going to be? What's our first story going to be? And then, of course, the mini came out. And then Mark chuckled a little bit, and there was this long period of silence, and I wasn't really sure what was happening. But, <laughs> you know, kind of over the course of maybe six months to a year, what Mark was doing was cleaning house. So mm. that time when I wasn't wasn't really hearing much, Mark was cleaning house. He, you know, had to make some very tough tough decisions. Because of course you have invested money in in, in IP that you yeah. now have to release. Yeah. You have to, you know, change relationships. You have to sever relationships that you may have had for years. Yeah. And those conversations were not pretty. I was privy to some of them, but you make the decision to follow Jesus. You do it all the way. You 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 don't be like King Saul in, in Dominion One and and just you know do do a little bit of what God asks and and then just kind of like you know ignore the rest. No, you got to do it all the way. That's what Mark did. He he, you know what I'm saying he really, I mean he made some boss moves for yeah. Jesus and 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 so once he did that. And he was ready to kind of relaunch the company. We 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 met back up, and he was ready. And he was like, "Okay, I don't only have the uh, you know the interest, but here's the money <laughs> to actually produce it too." So I put together a really good team of artists, and uh, yeah, we we really started building. But Dominion is is just it's growing. I mean, it's it really for those of you guys who are not familiar uh, with Dominion, it's it's pretty much the story of King Saul from First Samuel in the Bible, mm -hmm. and the fact that he, despite his best efforts, really wasn't that great of a king because he decided not to listen to God all the way, and he slowly but surely lost his kingdom uh, to David, who will be coming. In, the, in later stories mm -hmm. and so the thing is it's like uh, so I wanted to tell that story um, referencing the historical biblical text um, by hitting the major plot points so major plot point is okay number one you know Saul fails God number two uh, Saul is addressed in his failures by Samuel number three Samuel tells Saul you lost the kingdom Number four, uh, 
Saul kind of goes on a rant to you know, pretty much try to continue to shore up his uh, power in the kingdom. And then, of course, David takes the kingdom. So those are plot points. But along the way, in the biblical text, there are major gaps in time that allow me as a writer to build a world that I can build character development and I can maybe even, you know, add, you know, flavor to some yeah. characters. Like, yeah. you know, the, 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 the female characters in Dominion have been a delight for me to write because they really don't get much shine time outside of being just trophies or servants, mm-hmm. you know? And so I'm like, okay, well, women are more than trophies or servants in real life. Yeah, I want young girls yeah. to be able to see themselves in some of these characters. So we beefed up Michael and made her a warrior princess. Yeah, uh, we beefed up Queen Ahenoim and made her a pivotal role. She's the neck that turns the head of the king. Yeah, and she's the backbone of the kingdom that that hopes hopes to help it ride out Saul's mania as he's going and descending into madness and narcissism. So those are things that have been a delight. To write and and all of this is in a, in a sci-fi context. They're anthropomorphized characters, and and it's a it's a it's a it's traveling in. It's like a roller coaster ride. It is, and that's something I was going to say as well. And <clears throat> funny enough, what you mentioned that, like one of the amazing things about Dominion and what you've done with it is you've taken the biblical text, and it is definitely the story of King Saul. One hundred percent, it hits the same beats that that hits. And you've made it this massive, like, spanning epic in this universe of Dominion with them fighting the Philistines. It's this massive sci-fi epic with all this great action going on in it. But at the heart of it, it is a character study of the royal family. It's all around the characters. Like, you... I mean, I said it to you, like, even before we came on stream, like, when you were first on the show, like, you made me feel so sympathetic to King Saul in that first issue. In a way I never did read in the Bible. Like, sympathetic to who he was, what he was going through, the process he was going through. But by the time I got to chapter 3, like, I'm like, this guy's a lunatic. Yeah. This guy is literally losing his mind and mm-hmm. what's going yeah. on. And I felt the beats of change. And, and you can see it building up. And you can see, like... And I love the fact of, like, still one of my favorite scenes in any of the three chapters is the point when Samuel addresses Saul, like at the very beginning of chapter one. Like, it's still one of my favorite scenes because, like, Samuel is an absolute, you know, legend (laughs) in this moment. He is, like, built up. And that's that's it, three chapters. That is the only time we see him on the page, pretty much, is that section. Yeah, and, and, you know, he'll be back. Um, Oh, yeah, yeah. uh, The thing thing is, you know, um, and thank you for, for your kind words, um, the thing is, and I, I want to give some some real shine time to my co-writer Daniel Hancock. He mm-hmm. he's a uh, screenwriter, playwright. Uh, he's you know just all around awesome as far as storytelling is concerned. He is really kind of like the yin to my yang, because you know whereas I can um, you know I can do a lot of uh, broad brush storytelling. Daniel is like a scalpel. He goes in, he, 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 he's almost kind of like a brain surgeon where you have to kind of like go in deep and you have to make sure all of these neural neurons are connecting and all this. Stuff. So he creates a, a, a triangulation of relationships mm. between King Saul and Jonathan, 
you know, Jonathan and Ahenoim, Michael and Ahenoim, Michael and Saul. And so it's like all of these different relationships are kind of like they're interconnected and they're intertwined and they're wrapped up. And so it's almost kind of like dominoes. If one thing falls, everything falls as a result of that one action. Yeah. Yeah. So the thing is, Saul in the Bible, as we see him in the text, you get you don't get much out of him out of more than just crazy. Mm-hmm. Okay. But we all know that you got to start somewhere. You don't just start crazy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That, that old saying absolute power corrupts. Absolutely. is so true because it's a process mm-hmm. of identifying your power. Once you identify your power, then you kind of identify the extent of your power. And then you make a decision on what kind of leader you're going to be. Yeah. That's the same thing with, with, with Saul. Saul started out, initially uh as just a handsome guy <laughs> you know what i'm saying yeah. he was a handsome guy and he was kind of you know shirking his responsibilities but once he understood his power i think that's where the the narcissism started to come out yeah um, so my thing is i want everybody to kind of identify a little bit of saw in themselves yeah have a little bit of compassion too but also be realistic because sometimes in some relationships and, and some of you guys who, who may deal with a, a narcissist relative, friend, or whatever, you may be able to identify some of that. And the fact that you, just like Jonathan, are seeking validation from a narcissist. Yeah. It is, Dangerous. It's, a, it's a fool's errand. Yeah. It's a fool's errand because you're never going to get it because the narcissist thrives off of oxygen that comes in the form of attention for themselves. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's the thing. So you have, you know, Jonathan who is seeking this validation from his dad. His dad's not going to give it to him at all because, you know, if, if it doesn't in some way, shape, or form uplift Saul, then he has a problem with it. Yeah. No, absolutely. And these relationships are weird, but Saul. Saul's decline is not as rapid as you see it in the Bible. In Dominion, it's it's more of a slow burn. It's so gradual, you yeah. kind of see it gradually escalate to the form of just downright mania. No, absolutely. And just just speaking like him as well with Jonathan, I wanted to bring him up as well. He's another character I feel like gets so fleshed out in Dominion. He's so well written. Yeah. He's... Because if you read him in the Bible, he really is a secondary character. Like, he's a mm-hmm. secondary character to his father as king, his father's madness. And then he literally goes to being a secondary character to David. Yeah. Yep. You know, spoilers, yeah. by the way, for anyone yeah. who's waiting to read yeah. future <laughs> Dominion stories. And, like, I see what happens next for a, you know, a couple of thousand year old story from the Bible. But, <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, like, he goes on to be, like, basically David's best friend. Yeah. And, like, a brother to him. And, but he really is second fiddle because it's David's story. Yeah. And I really yeah. feel like this, especially when you get into uh, chapter three, you really start to get Jonathan's story. Yeah. Because yeah. chap- chapter one, we ease into him, and it's very much like I would just see his reaction to his father basically throwing him out of the, you know, the main chamber and stuff like that. But when we start to get into chapter two and chapter three, we really start to get a hint of who he is as a man. What's he, what drives him, and what's he, why is he doing what he does? Yeah. And yeah, you know what? A chapter two was my uh, my um, uh, opportunity to delve into 
um, uh, Michael's story. Mm-hmm. Um, Another phenomenal story as well. Chapter three was my opportunity to delve more into Jonathan's story. It just so chapter four, you know, was kind of kind of slow things down a little bit, bring things back to family, and then delve into kind of like the interconnected workings of that family. Uh, as well so it's like it, it's a really good uh, opportunity for me to just do all these things but but chapter three was fun for me because i was able to do my star wars story <laughs> yeah <laughs> and and if you haven't read it please read it because you know this yeah. is really more spacey uh and and, and it was and, so cool i'm not gonna lie like, i have such a blast with that one reading it <laughs> yeah it, it's a little bit more quick quick cutting but uh but yeah and and we'll get to some artwork too guys for those of you guys who've been waiting for artwork and it's coming it's it coming i know we've been, we've kept them ranting for an hour i know i know <laughs> yeah. i think i think one cool thing about this is like you know when you read the bible you read the story of david and saul and jonathan there's a point of view right there's a specific point of view that's taken in the bible as far as how we're seeing the characters i think a cool thing about this and the way that you're approaching it is you can change that point of view yeah but still tell the same story, but just from a different perspective. And that's that's really cool. Everyone yeah. is in, in in some way a main character. Yeah. In Dominion. Yeah, you know, it, it really, it's, it's called Fall of the House of Saul. But everyone is in their own way a main character. They have their own point of view. The camera does shift from different uh, perspectives so that you can actually see, um, you know, how people are relating to the oncoming issues, and that would be the internal conflict of Saul and his decisions that are that are affecting Dominion negatively. Yeah. But then the external um, impending invasion uh, of the Philistines, mm-hmm. uh, and so yeah, it really is kind of like a dual uh, dual track story. Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely, and it, and honestly, just again. You know, I'm going to keep throwing compliments at you. It's like you've done an amazing juggling act with that. By, like you said, it doesn't feel like it's any one character story. It feels like it's you've got this family that it's really focusing on, but each of them, you feel like you get that time with them. You get a feeling of who they are. Um, you know, even the queen is like it feels like she's maybe a little more background to the other three, but even then, like I still have a really good strong sense of who she is and what's driving her and what's pushing yeah, her forward she, with her family is like is I feel like I know each of them and I'm after the you know three chapters I'm I'm invested to see where their stories go and what happens with them going forward. We're gonna see more of the Queen in, in, in book four. Um and I really wanted to get back to her because really books two and three are flashbacks. Mm-hmm. Uh and uh, book four is really gonna be okay now we're back in the current timeline and here's what's happening at castle gibeah and you know this is really where they hash out where they are where dominion is right now because of saul's um mania he's really just reacting a lot and he is uh just whereas you should be projecting power he's kind of making power retract and so when you bring your your forces more towards home because you want to protect home everyone on the outskirts kind of get the short end of the stick which is what book three was about uh and uh, well, book two and three you showing the crumbling of the edges of dominion and the philistines taking uh, uh advantage of the weakening of the border 
No, absolutely, and yeah, it's just it's. I'm really excited to see where this goes. I'm really excited to see it coming back to the the current present day of it and where the story takes place from there. And uh, let's probably take this opportunity to jump into then, like what's coming forward. Let's get into some of the art stuff we've got set up. Let's take the chance to dive into this because so, all we really uh, know is that at the end of chapter three, there's a to be continued. Yes. Which there's not even like a, the other ones I've given us are like the next chapter's coming when we don't even get that, yeah, so yeah. we're just left in yeah. this massive cliffhanger. And the only yeah. hints that we've got for future stories that we know about is that there's a Goliath out there somewhere, yes, that we've still not seen, yes, and Ultra Mech, <laughs> and then. Yeah, the Ultra and then someone saved Michael at the end who had a Jesse and Sons imprint on his armor. <laughs> so that was like yes, the, that's like the only hints of stuff to come in the yeah. next chapter. Everything else has just been kind of yeah. left on a cliffhanger. Yeah, yeah. So we're in pre-production right now for book four. Um, the the script is almost locked. Actually, I think mm. we're going to be locking it this week, and next week we'll be going into pencils for uh, for book four, um, and then. Um, uh, awesome. I've been putting a lot of stuff on uh, on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, uh, just of my process. Uh, I do a lot of um, kind of uh, concept sketches to you know kind of like pull out some of the things that I see in my head from book four. And so, if you want to show some of that, you can. Yeah, um, I'll. St you just start talking. I'll start throwing some of them yeah, up there. Yeah, yeah. So. Um, because each character um, has to go through some type of um, visual kind of thought process for me. And the thing is, as an artist, one of the things I have to do, especially as a comic book artist, is to just draw, 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 draw. You just draw them over and over and over again until the point I'm, I'm like getting really used to and very comfortable with drawing. Mm. And so that's really the thing that, that for me, has been uh, a joy in this process to just continue to to just draw and develop these characters. Um, you know, I think I have um, an image of uh, King Saul. He's holding his power staff, yeah. and uh, he's just really he's ready. You know, what I'm saying he's ready for battle. You know, and and part of book four is showing the climax of this Philistine battle that you saw in book three. And actually alluding to in book two, um, and it, it comes to to this climax, and you're going to see the the end that's happening with this this final kind of a battle. Um, and so yeah, um, I think I post also uh, a picture of the Seraphim. The Seraphim are coming back for book four. Everybody seems to love them so much, and they didn't really get to see them much after book one. Book four, they're coming back. Uh, and you're going to see them in all their glory. Uh, I added an image of uh, the Seraphim uh, in this big, gigantic, I call it a, a VTAC suit, which is like this gigantic wing suit uh, that operates in vacuum, and so they're going to be doing that. Uh, and then, of course, I have, uh, you know, uh, the Queen, picture of Ahenoam. Uh, she's there, uh, and then, of course, there's Michael. So, yeah, there's a lot of pictures that I, that I have that I'm posting on. Uh, just as my process, just to show you guys what I'm doing. That's so awesome. That's awesome. Like, and I love getting to see these images. Like, they're just there's some amazing artwork here. Of, and honestly, just some amazing hinting towards what's to come. I'm 
so excited for some of this. Yeah, wingsuits look awesome. Yeah, they yeah, do. The, the, the wingsuit, <laughs> yeah. Um, the uh, the one thing, um, I sent you an image of this kind of like a 3D model oh, yeah. of the throne room uh, of, of uh, Castle Gibeah. Um, that's Which... one thing I wanted to, to uh, we're going to be back at the castle. So part of my process is how do I make drawing Dominion easier for me? One of those things is building 3D models that I can use as sets, set pieces, so I can kind of get my perspective right. Yeah. yeah. And so, uh, so you know, and as an artist, perspective is everything. You gotta, you have to have good perspective. Yeah. And so, um, when you, you, know, I teach 3D modeling at Liberty as well. So it's like when you're using, I, I use a program called Cinema 4D. And I'm like, okay, well, shoot, I can just make my own sets. So a castle set. So smart. Uh, I'm building the seraphim armor in 3D, and just a lot of different things that I that I'm going to be drawing over and over again, and to be able to to have good perspective. That's so smart. Is, yeah, and so and as a matter of fact, guys, I I do these series of videos called One Minute Art Class. You can find them on terminusmedia.com/learn. And my most recent one was, you know, basically. Uh, using a 3D model for drawing, for a figure drawing. And so that's one of the things that kind of helped me operate at a high level uh, in my art is to make sure you maintain very realistic proportion and very realistic perspective mm. and levels of detail that can really um, uh, bring out a lot of the background uh, and you know just really make things make things pop. It's yeah. crazy though. I mean, just to piggyback off what you're saying, like you know, as an as someone who does art, you know, a lot of times trying to find a reference photo for something is can be challenging. So, like having that 3D model and being able to kind of look at it at whatever perspective <laughs> that you need to is that would be like gold. <laughs> yeah, so like, don't. Turn it around. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, I don't need to find a reference photo. Just I'll make my own. I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll just we'll make our own. As like, I, yeah. and that looks, and I have to say that 3D model looks stunning. I'm like. I might need a Dominion animated series at some point. Just, just well, yeah, saying. I mean, come on, man. I mean, I don't, I don't waste anything. So it's like if I have be if I have built these things, they will be used in the future. That's I mean, why I, part of it is you know it's serving the needs for the now, but you know, yes, I do have animated series planned for the future. Oh well, look, I just happen to have a folder full of all these animated like <laughs> set pieces. Like, if only we could exactly. use them for something. Exactly, you know. I, <laughs> I would love to see Dominion be kind of like a Clone Wars type of, you know, animation really awesome. style I'd, and all that. So I'd, I'd be you know. that. I'd be there, man. I'd be so down for that. <laughs> and for everyone in chat as well, I've put the link in there for terminusmedia.com/learn, uh, where you can find Doctor Bell's stuff. And I believe like the one-minute videos and stuff as well are up on they're, your they're YouTube. Up there, yeah. They're on the yeah. there and they're on I'll the YouTube channel. Them. So. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, so you can find them in both those places. Go and check them out. They are well worth checking. I mean, like. Look at the artwork that the guys doing. Look at the artwork that Doctor Bell's doing. You want to check these out. If you're an artist, then they're worth checking out. Thank well, the fact the uh, fact that you're kind of like you're basically just giving that away. You're giving that knowledge yeah, away. Yeah, yeah just share with other people. Uh, it's awesome. Listen, uh, you know, if you if you need more in depth stuff, you know, I mean, you can contact me, send me an email, whatever. I can give you tips, whatever, or take one of my classes at Liberty. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> or George Fox. Um, but you know, the the last thing I, I want to talk about before I have to go, um, we are um, uh, 
doing a new project uh, next year in 2022. Uh, and it is a spinoff of Dominion. It's called Border Wars. I think you have a, a picture uh, across the yeah. show. Do you want me to do the uh, picture this, or do you want me to do the cover yeah, first? Which one? You, you, can, you can do the cover first because I want to talk about that specifically. All right, let's put um, this up here and hopefully the border, there we the go. The Border Wars um, is a great new project that we are doing as a spinoff from Dominion. And it is actually telling the story of the judges. I'm so in. Dominion You've got me already. <laughs> is, Dominion is, is 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 its own universe, but it is inspired by the Bible. And so, yes, we're, we're going in different areas of Dominion in different times. And basically the premise is young David and Samuel uh, go to the Dominion archives. And they're basically, Samuel is giving David training on how to be a king by looking at the past heroes mm. of, of of your of antiquity and seeing the decisions that they made talking about how they they actually saved dominion in their their time with the power of the almighty and so we have anthropomorphized characters that we will talk about later you can actually see uh there's another image but before you go to that other image mm. the one thing that we're doing as we're trying to be innovative so the next series is actually going to be almost kind of like in an, an anthology format mm -hmm. where we are partnering with different Christian artists wow. to actually bring the story to life wow in in a uh, in a seven volume a seven chapter volume That's so and cool. so um, we've already I can uh, you, you already have the image right there uh, the first uh, book is going to be done by Rob Stotts, who is a, a fantastic Christian artist, worked with uh, the early early stages of, uh, of Wildstorm Comics, and also Marvel and DC. Wow. Uh, and uh, it, he did another uh, really cool book um, that's almost kind of like uh, Dominion-esque as well. Um, but yeah, Rob Stotts, uh, I, I think you can go to robstotts.com to see see some of his artwork but he is a really great christian artist fantastic man and just a father husband lover of jesus christ but also a very very solid artist and he also teaches art as well at a christian school but he's been wanting he reached out to us and he said man i really want to do something to help you guys in your universe and whatever and i'm like man god you are so good because it was perfect timing i was just thinking about you know, expanding Dominion, and this was a, 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 an excellent, uh, an excellent way to go. And we have a couple of other artists that we'll be announcing, you know, sometime next year. Uh, but uh, you know, believe you me, you will have heard of them. <laughs> so, oh, cool. uh, but yeah. yeah, so it's going to be really cool. But you can show that other image too, uh, where it's kind of like uh, this gigantic statue of the judges uh, of Dominion. And um, you know a lot of different animals, but they they represent the actual judges. The names have not been changed; they're all the same. That's and so, so cool. Uh, and so we'll get into that more uh, sometime next year. You'll start to see more artwork come out. But we're very <clears> excited <throat> uh, to to announce the Border Wars uh, of Dominion. And uh, yeah, it's 2022. Probably sometime uh, we might be able to have that out right before. 
holidays of 2022, maybe even before that. That's, that's so cool. That's, okay, I'm, I'm not going to lie right now. I'm trying so hard to hold my hype back because he, he gave me these images like right before we <laughs> came on for this podcast and told me nothing about it. I just I saw the, the heading Border Wars. I didn't know who these characters were. I didn't know what the story was. I just knew it was a new Dominion comic. And I absolutely love the judges. And he's expecting me to sit here and be calm now after telling me all of that. <laughs> like, like I'm, I'm hyped. Like, okay, I'm going to need you to get working on that. I'm going to need that book That's out such as a cool soon. Concept, though. Yeah, I mean, you know, we, what we have the whole Bible at our fingertips. So, you know, we, we, we are going to explore a lot of different parts of, of the Dominion interpreted uh, Bible world. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's going to be really fun. So, um, guys, I actually have to wrap things up. Uh, yeah, absolutely, man. Absolutely. But, uh, you know, um, if, if there's any questions, if you guys, uh, you know, listen, I'm an open book. And so, uh, you know, anyone out there in the chat, you know, uh, needs uh, any advice, tips, whatever, you know what I'm saying? You can either, you know, email Cross or you can uh, go to terminusmedia.com slash contact or, or the contact page on terminusmedia.com and uh, uh, email us or I think the email, you can just email me at baron.bell at terminusmedia.com or just contact at terminusmedia.com Yeah, absolutely. If you have any questions for Dr. Bell, please reach out to him and ask him on it. If you want to pick up Dominion for yourself, there's the links on Terminus Media and for issue one on Comixology. And also, if you want to keep up to date with all the amazing stuff that's coming, including Border Wars and any other stuff coming out from Dr. Bell and the Dominion Universe, there are all the social media links, the YouTube links and things like that. Please go and drop them a follow. You do not want to miss out on it, on what's coming for this. Like, Chapter 3 is finished, and I, I kid you not, we are only getting started. Like, we literally finished reading it, like, this is just the beginning, this is just getting good. Like, this is, yeah. there's so much yeah. to come. And volume one, uh, the trade paperback coming out uh, for Christmas. So, you know, just uh, be on the lookout for that. We'll be advertising that um, you know, more readily uh, probably in November. Um, and uh, so, yeah, we'll definitely talk about that. Absolutely. And I've not said anything in Nitro about this, but maybe we'll need to do like a little Christmas giveaway or something and do okay. a special yeah, giveaway like for like a Dominion Volume One, and maybe we'll we'll yeah, purchase yeah, one yeah. as a giveaway for it because I think I think we could buy one and give it away. Nitro, what do you think? Yeah, absolutely. I think we could do that, especially around Christmas time, and maybe we can even ask Doctor Bell to sign one for us and do a signed oh, one yeah, as a giveaway. Yeah. No, absolutely, most definitely. So I, I got th- you guys covered. Thank you, man. We appreciate it. But Doctor Bell, thank you, Love you man. so thank much you, man. for giving us more of your time. Thank you for coming on to oh, talk. You're welcome, guys. Anytime you want to come and chat with us, absolutely, we would love you to come on Don't the show worry. again. Open back. door policy. Open door policy. Yep. Doctor Bell will be back. I guarantee he's going to be back on the show again. We ain't letting him go. But thank you so much, sir. Thank you so much for the love. Thank you for everyone coming and listening. Um, we'll let you take off Dr. Bell we don't want to hold you up and then we'll wrap up and uh, go out and raid into another channel and show someone some love but thank you so much for coming on the show Dr. again Bell. thanks again Okay. alright guys uh, I'll send you all an email about that idea I was talking about okay absolutely absolutely I'll look out for that coming in okay. bye guys take care sir alrighty alrighty well alrighty alright I mean a massive massive thank you to dr bell for coming in and talking to us like ah, he's yeah. a legend i'm, I'm gonna freaking i'm gonna take your word <laughs> i'm, I'm so gonna take hyped. the word that you love so much and you know he is an absolute legend yeah he <laughs> as you would put it he honestly is a man is an he absolute really is. legend like dominion is a phenomenal story like whether you're a christian whether you're not a christian whatever like 
Dominion is not about being like a if you believe the Bible or not believe it. Like it's worth reading. It is a good yeah. comic. Yeah, it's an amazing story, amazing characters, and the artwork is spot on. And I, I, I am so hyped for freaking Border Wars now. Me. I am like, I'm. That is so not fair. And then I need to sit here and try and wrap up a show, and I'm like, that one Border Wars. And just from a creative, <laughs> just from a creative perspective, like you don't meet a lot of people that are willing to just share, you know, information and best practices as as open and as much as he does. It's just a really cool thing. Yeah, I mean, I'm gonna chuck it in chat again. There, it's like terminusmedia.com/learn or go to their YouTube channel. I'm watching those. And there's literally one minute like things, and he's been posting them for like a good couple of weeks now. Like there's a bunch yeah. of them, and it's like. He's just giving us away. The guy's a teacher, and he's just giving away these art tips. And his... like people make those videos, and they they make you pay for them. And he could stick I have them paid on... for them in the past. He could stick them on like Patreon or on Coffee, yeah, or he could absolutely. do anything like that and put it behind a paywall. And it's like, and it's worth paying for. It's good quality stuff. But uh, I, I'm hyped now. I always feel hyped after talking to Doctor Bell. We ranted for so long at the start of today. That was awesome, man. <laughs> I, I loved like I was it for a second. <laughs> I like awesome, he was bro. he was chatting away giving all this great advice. Oh yeah, that was that was hilarious. I'll be right there. Okay. No worries. Yeah, sorry, stuff going on with the kiddos there, but all right, no let's look at reading out to someone over on Twitch and the lock saying he's absolutely ecstatic for us doing that giveaway. I think I think we can definitely we do should that. we could definitely do that. Yeah. I think we can do a giveaway of like the first volume of Dominion and see if we can get Dr. Bell to sign it for us and like Oh we'll, yeah. I mean like we'll pay for a volume of the comic, absolutely. Um that's definitely one we'll do. So that'll be our that could be our big end of year Christmas giveaway. Okay, the video's moving now. Look, the video kept freezing there when I was pulling up the thing to try and oh, find I, someone. I'm like, why is the video I freezing? I saw that too. I was like, did I, I just froze? It's like, why <laughs> is the video freezing? I, all I did was open a window. Like, seriously. And thanks to everybody who popped in today. Yeah, thanks for everyone coming in. Thanks for everyone who's been active in chat. Thanks for everyone who's been showing us some love. And thank you for all the questions that we got as well for Dr. Bell. Absolutely appreciate it. And... Let's go see a right, a right dictator. She's on. We don't get a chance to rate her often. Yeah, Alright, we're going to raid in there. Alright, so we're going to go show some love to right dictator. If you're still in chat, please stick with us. Go and show some love to her. Use our raid command if you've got it. <coughs> um, and we are going to be heading over there. Give her a follow, drop her some love, hang out if you're able to. Um, thank you so much for hanging out with us today as we talk to Dr. Bell. Again, absolutely phenomenal show. Um, I don't know what we're doing next Sunday. I don't think we've actually got anything planned as of yet. So keep an eye on our social media. Um, yeah, what are we doing? We're not, we don't, have we don't actually have anything planned for next week yet. So keep an eye on our social media. It might end up just being like a gaming stream or something just to kind of give sea us a thieves? little... Is that what you said? Did you say Sea of Thieves? We have not done Sea of Thieves in a while, so we, we might be doing a Sea of Thieves stream. So. <laughs> we need a palette cleanse every so often from the podcast we just do. to kind of set us up. Because we've got some big ones coming up. We've got an indie comic book club. We've got a two-part of the What If series from Marvel and yep. stuff to talk about. So it's like it might be a worthwhile thing to kind of just do a little... Um, Square Go. Add Square Go legitimately at this point is probably not going to be until the new year. Yeah. Because we're now hitting the holiday period, and like, see, once we hit like August, my family has got nothing but holidays and birthdays and anniversaries yep. and stuff. 
and the square go just takes a little bit of time for research. So plus, it's, I got to do some art on it. So yeah, Nitro's got some art stuff he's wanting to do for this one. Um, so it is going to be probably I'd say late January. Well, I'll, I'll tentatively say end of January at this point. But I will say it's going to be worth it. We will do everything to pull this off and make it an amazing square go. Yes. Um, Lock. Yeah. See you, thieves. If you if you want to pop in next Sunday and do some sailing with us, sir, you're more than welcome to. You're 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 always welcome to. Um, so also as well, uh, if you want to financially support the channel, uh, we actually ask that you can head over to our Kofi page and support us there. I'm going to be honest, I've got a whole bunch of videos that I'm meant to be reacting to that I've just not had the chance to record because I have been so freaking tired. How dare you. That I have not had the tired. chance to do it because my kid will not sleep. So you're, if you want exclusive content, you want to check out the new reaction videos and stuff that's exclusive to that. It's like 100% you're about to get dropped a crap ton of them as soon as I record them and edit them. There are going to be a bunch of them hitting there. Um, also as well, you can get commission pieces from Nitro there and it's a way for you to save money while financially supporting us. It's not as much as here on Twitch. Um, dropping a sub. Also, we actually get all of the money. Um, so if you want to financially support us um, and as you go ahead, if we get enough people dropping their subs here and going over and support us on coffee, I'll even turn off like ads and stuff on the channel. If we start to get enough support over there, we won't. I won't need us to run ads. So yeah. don't worry about like not having that. The only sad thing is you won't get access to the emotes, but I I think we'll live. I think I think we'll live if we start going over to Kofi a bit more. So if you want to financially yeah. support us, you can do that over there again not a necessity you don't need to support us financially but we appreciate everyone who does and everything that you give us um oh yeah big announcement for tomorrow night monday night crossplay yeah, is not right. on tomorrow night we have a brand new show starting on the channel unfortunately Ooh. i work like five evenings a week so like we don't have another night free to actually use it so i've had to like sub out Monday night crossplay for it, but it's going to be well worth checking out. It's called um, it was a uh, you. I think you get the exact wording for it because I keep messing up the freaking wording for this. It's like you died. Please try again. Yeah, is that the exact one for it? I keep. I don't know why I keep like overthinking it in my head of like, am I getting the wording for that? It's like you died. It's like try again, and basically it is a new horror thriller stream that is coming to comics in the cross that will not be featuring that guy, try again it's like yeah. will not be featuring myself will not be featuring nitro but will actually be featuring my lovely wife jay as she is going to be doing some horror and thriller streams here on the channel this is a woman i have legitimately seen jump at toast popping out of a toaster <laughs> and she decided to do that so but she is going to be starting on bioshock tomorrow evening 8 30 p.m so make sure you come show her some love show her some support if you know someone who is a fan of horror games and horror stuff or horror streamers here on twitch let them know about it and um, i want to try and get as much support as we can and then i believe you are also back this tuesday yep yep i'm back this tuesday i will be starting on my teenage mutant ninja turtles piece which i've been looking forward to for about a month so I'm excited. Sweet. It'll be sweet. Yeah, and that's 8.30 as well on Tuesday? Yeah, it'll be 8.30. Okay. 8.30 EST. Awesome. Alright, let me just double check. Our raid is definitely going into an active channel again. Because we talked a little bit after I found them. And... Yep, she's still alive. Okay. 
just making sure. But thank you so much for hanging out with us today, guys. Take care and have an amazing day, and we will see you all tomorrow night. Have a you blessed guys. one. Oh. 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 Oh.